News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Uh, this is News Talk Breakfast with Jonathan Healy and Kira Kelly. Sixteen minutes after eight o'clock, the government could house up to six thousand Ukrainians in refurbished accommodation before the end of next year, according to internal documents that uh, the newspaper is quoting this morning. Uh, let's speak with the Doyle Justice Committee Chairman James Lawless TD. Deputy Lawless, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm well. Is this ambitious enough? Do you think? Um, well, look, I think the government are trying a range of responses to accommodate refugees and the government and the state are coming under pressure, uh, put simply. And we've already seen how the government has been scrambling over the last six to 12 months to try to find any and every type of possible accommodation, including at one stage of Colman Everest sports centres and GA halls and all sorts of community premises um, to be sort of surrendered up for a, a temporary period. Uh, we've also seen a number of uh, centres put together very quickly. Um, but what the government has done now, I, I think the government is realising there have been um, difficulties in accommodating that number of people in such a short space of time. And we saw that spilling over into tents on the street, etc. in Dublin in recent weeks. So what the government has done now, I think very practically and very sensibly, has said to the international community... Um, a number of treaties we signed up to, which uh, obliged the government to accept uh, certain numbers of refugees uh, and different categories of refugees. The government said, look, we're going to keep contributing. We're going to do our best to contribute to the war effort, uh, to put it that way. But we're going to make a financial contribution uh, on this round rather than a, a, a contribution of accommodation. And then that's really sensible. I think when it comes to an emergency, people pool the resources and people say, well, what do we have? What can we put into the mix? And in this particular case, it's money rather than uh, spaces. And I think that's a, a practical approach. Um, are, you, I think well, are, are you not fueling a little bit of the right wing rhetoric that Ireland is full? Uh, if we're doing that, we if 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 we're not full, we should continue to take people. Well, I was in um, a seaside resort a couple of days ago, um, and I was speaking to some of the locals, and they're telling me that they're very welcoming um, of of people coming in, and they're very understanding that Irish people went around the world, um, and that there are huge challenges facing uh, people in, in some of the war zones internationally. But they also commented that the local tourist trade, which would have been a highlight around this time every summer, uh, is practically non-existent because the local hotels that would have been the sort of mecca for, for tourists arriving in and that would have had a knock-on effect to the secondary economy. So all the yeah. local sort of pubs and, and, and clubs and, and restaurants and cafes and coffee shops and crazy golfs and everything else would have been thriving as well. Okay, That's but what got James, because... James, James Lawless, can I, can I just make a point to you that we're, we're talking about um, army barracks, we're talking about the Central Mental Hospital, which until relatively recently was continuing to operate. Are we aiming for perfection here as opposed to expediency? Because I can't imagine that conditions would be so bad in those state facilities they couldn't be almost instantly turned back on for use for asylum seekers. Sure. So, no, no, I don't think anyone's striving for perfection. And I would be strong with the view, never let perfection be the enemy of the good. But I think that comes back to what we're trying to do here. And I think that some of the critics of the government um, maybe have a sort of ideological or, or sort of a, a perfection and ideal world hat on. Um, the government has to live in the real world and the government has to be practical. And the government has to say that despite its best efforts, it's put together as much accommodation as it possibly can across a range of different types and military barracks and, and old even stables in some places in my own area. Uh, and, you know, it's pressed into service hotel accommodation. 
But there is a limit to what can practically and quickly be done, whether it's perfect or not. Um, and that's speed close to speed being is, is is lacking. Why are we waiting until the end of 2024 when probably the crisis will have gotten worse? We pro- we may have made a bit of a dent in the housing figures, but not enough to deal with the domestic demand, if I could call that. Ultimately, we're still going to be talking about this in, in two years' time. And that means that your government will have failed to deal with it. Yeah, well, I don't think that's fair to say. I think Ireland has a, 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 we have integrated 80,000 people from Ukraine in 12 months. That's pretty spectacular. By any uh, standards, that's a huge number. Um, we have taken in... Uh, the other thing, Jonathan, we have to and remember... If they, and if they, want, if they want to stay, there is no accommodation for them because we don't have enough houses. And that's something that might have to factor into their decisions if they decide whether they want to stay or not. If there's a possibility to uh, repatriate and go home, if the war in Ukraine comes to an end, we know the counteroffensive is underway at the moment. Um, if people want to, you know, we, we hope, and there was always the expectation that the Ukrainian refugees were coming on a, on a temporary basis. They were fleeing a war. When the war is over, uh, I'd say a lot of them will want to go home. Now, some of them, most likely, almost certainly, will actually decide to stay. Some of them are already, already very much integrated into the Irish uh, communities and into local society. But some of them will turn around and say, no, uh, I'm, I can't wait to get home, you know, my husband's fighting in the war, my partner's fighting in the war, or, 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 you know, and that war is now over, I can go home, we can go back to our, see our grandparents and okay. all the rest of it. And that would be perfectly normal. So James Wallace, do, do you believe that the government is doing enough right now or that, and that they don't need to do more? I think the government is doing all that it can. I think perfection should not be the enemy of the good. The, the government is doing all the range within its power, be that putting new centres into operation, putting tents in certain places is not ideal, but they have to do that. Uh, old hotels being put into use. But it's also saying we're going to make a financial contribution for the next round to recognise the fact that it is a huge challenge, coupled with our ongoing housing crisis, to take a further 80,000 people on top of the 80,000 we've taken already in the last 12 months. And I think there's a practical sense there. I think you have to look at the greater good. And is local tourism economy being shut down? You know, Is every hotel and centre in the country being, being full up? Is that a good idea? Does that for the greater good either? I don't think it is. I think we've got to balance right. everything. I think government's making a good fist to a tough situation. James Lawless, Doyle Justice Committee Chairman, thanks very much for joining us on News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.